For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Ty really took one for the team there. Oh. Yeah, he did. Legend. <laughs> You're a legend. Stuff of legends. It is November 27th, the day after. Well, we were recording this less than five minutes after Ty <laughs> just got branded last night due to the Thanksgiving thank you sale that commenced yesterday at 7 p.m., where we sold over 10,000 items. The original goal was 25,000 <laughs> items. Mm-hmm. First day, the sale kicked off. Quick realization. That's a lot. <laughs> We're never going to get there. So we put a $10,000 limit on it. We hit that, blew through that. Somebody had to get branded. It was intense in the office. It was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we thought about the brand a month or so ago. Uh-huh. And then we didn't think about it again. Mm-hmm. Until about two hours before said brand happened yesterday. And this, I've never seen the office get the way it got. Everybody was quiet. People were starting to slam whiskeys. <laughs> Gumpy's here like a, a, a fucking idiot threw himself right into the fire. Well, that was wild. The real issue was uh, we went, we left the office for a quick minute today, and then we came back, and we had the brand, and we tried it on a wooden table, and it almost set the table on fire. Almost burnt the whole fucking office <laughs> down. all of us looked at each other like, what the fuck are we doing? Oh, no, 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 we said. This is a real deal. But then my lady comes in here. With our CFO Phil Maine's wife and kids, mm-hmm. and they look at the brain and they go, "That's it," <laughs> and they're like, "We burn ourselves with hair curling things every single day." I was like, "What are you talking yeah, about?" That's not the same. Bullshit. Not the same. <laughs> not the same. Not the same. This is third degree burns that Ty just got. Ty. Oh boy. During the live lottery. Of who was getting the brand, <laughs> it appeared as if you knew you were getting it the entire time. Yeah, from I told Connor at like two thirty today, I knew it was going to be me. <laughs> How come? Uh, because I had a flight yep. from Boston to Indianapolis this morning at four forty-five. Hit some nasty turbulence in the air. Thought you were falling out of the sky. Exactly. Thought I was going to die. Typically, only one good thing can happen to you in a day. I didn't die, so I knew the brand was coming. <laughs> <to my life. laughs> Did anyone else pray? I did I actually. Did. I went in the bathroom and said so a prayer. I, yeah, I did. So like, I I felt a shit coming on. So what I happened? Like, oh. I went in oh, and yeah. said a prayer. Do a prayer. It's like, hey, God, make uh, watch over me here. Make well, sure I, was, I don't get I this. Was like, I'm closer to God than you are because I prayed that you were going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was well, like, I, <laughs> I was like, I can't shit on live internet. While getting the brand, so I went and forced one out. But while I was shitting, I prayed that I would not get one. Hey, that's like football players before a big game. Oh, yeah. They go into a stall, take a shit, pop a prayer. Hey. I, also, I, also, prayer. I also did that when my girlfriend's late, too. Same. <laughs> I didn't do much praying. But when it was down to me and Ty, I knew I was probably not going to get it. Because well, Ty I, just has terrible, terrible luck. luck. When I heard Diggs start snickering, too, when he pulled it out, I was like, all right, it's for sure me. There's no way he'd be doing that if it was Pat. So. Well, I appreciate you guys. We have an incredible conversation today about me calling a game. I think you're going to enjoy that. Ty Schmidt is very much for the brand. This is something I'll remember whenever Christmas bonuses. <laughs> Come around. I'll have to do that. Appreciate that. Appreciate everybody listening for buying merch from store.patmacroshow.com. We sold too much, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's way too much. We shouldn't sell that much. You guys do 
the best things imaginable to this small group of idiots mm-hmm. in this small business world. Gumpy, I honestly have no idea why you put your name. <laughs> Hardcore. Well, I didn't want to be a guy sitting around all day if you're not involved. <laughs> and when I wasn't involved in the morning, I could feel the tension. And I was kind of laughing, and I just didn't want to be that guy. You got to be a part of it. So you were like, "Give me that paper. Let me <laughs> sign my fucking <laughs> life away." <laughs> Phil Maines put together a, a, a contract yep. that was like, "You can't sue us now. Your kids can't sue us later. We ain't getting sued for nothing." And I was reading the terms. I was like, "I almost don't want to sign." <laughs> what is Terrible goes wrong. I've never seen Pat nervous in my entire yeah. life, except for last night. When that picnic table almost went up in flames, I was like, holy shit, this is a real thing. Mm. I think Foxy was most nervous. But like Todd, when we even came up with this idea, he was like, fuck yeah, I'll get the brand. And then like 30 minutes before, he was like, whiskey. Uh, he's like, oh, <laughs> it got real. Todd was not real all quick. in. I was like, it was like, remind me like when I was on the bus going to boot camp. You're all joking around, joking around until you get right up to the gate. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Smoke came off of his leg. Smoke came off of his leg. Yeah, his little Iowa hairs burned off. He's going to have to deal with that for like the next week. He's- yeah, it's a little tendy right now. <laughs> your, your lady's a nurse, right? Yeah, she's not happy. Not happy. Not happy, not happy with her. Not only is that, she's a burn nurse. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, no. she is, yeah. It couldn't have happened to a better human, That's to be true. honest. That's true. Well, I appreciate you, man. Yep, thank you. And I appreciate all the listeners. We're going to have an incredible show for you, and we're coming to you live from the mybookie.ag studio. Sure, watching football is fun, but it's more entertaining when you have some action on the game. Ladies, guys. You've heard me talking about this for weeks and weeks. And some of you are still on the sidelines. Whether you're an expert or rookie, you should be betting at my bookie. Mm-hmm. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on roulette, you can create a big-ass parlay. Mm-hmm. You pick three bets to win. If you hit all three, you can turn 100 into $600. There's so much to bet on. College basketball. Mm-hmm. The NFL is in mid-swing right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. We got bowl games coming yeah. up. Oh, yeah. We got championship games to come up. There's there's politics stuff, I'm assuming. Rowdy TV, wrestling, beat Pat McAfee. I think I'm taking on an Ikea table this <laughs> Thursday. You can literally bet on everything at mybookie.ag. That's why they're the greatest gambling site on earth. I recommend them because I trust them. MyBookie has been in business for years. They've got great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. Sign up this week, and MyBookie will give you a 50% deposit bonus on to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Also, make sure you follow at BetMyBookie on Twitter. They purchase personally respond to every mention in DM, not to mention they've been giving away more than $10,000 in free money to their followers this football season. Don't miss out. Follow them at BetMyBookie. Right now, if you use promo code PAT, you get a 50% bonus on your first sign-in. That's not bad. You're already winning. You're already winning. And by the end of this week, we'll give you all the picks to win. By the way, I'm back in an upswing in the gambling world. Nice. I'm back in an upswing. The Green Bay Packers, you'll hear, fucked me kind of a little bit later. Mm -hmm. I had an incredible weekend cooking until that happened. But I feel very good about gambling. I only gamble at one place, and that's mybookie.ag. M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code PAT. 50% bonus. Greatest gambling site on earth. The best. By far. (laughs) On earth. By far. Bar none. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we landed on Mars. We today. trust them. What happened? We landed on Mars today. What? What? Yesterday? Or? T- yesterday. Who did? Uh, America. Americans. Elon. No, he lives there. <laughs> <laughs> no, some some we landed some rover, some robot on Mars, so we could go inside of Mars to look what's inside of Mars because we uh, know what's inside. Of Mars. I've been saying That's this whole idea. goddamn time, and I'm not sure if I'm the first one. I'm sure there's other people that have said this, but. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good about it. I mean, I created Gritty yeah, for the yeah, Flyers. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of things. 
I've always said that the aliens live inside the planets. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's why we don't see them. They always get pictures of the outside. No, no, it's biodome. They're inside, cuz well, We about to find out. We about to find it's out. Nice and cozy in there. I still wish Elon, Mu- Elon Musk was in there and not whatever, whoever's running it. He might be. They're going to bring something home. Absolutely. Oh, something yeah, yeah. bad's something coming home. Up. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think bad? Like a yeah. disease. Like if they Some bring creature a disease. that enters your nose, comes out your chest. Oh, I something. When, <laughs> I hate when they do that. They do uh, that all the time. Sam and I were very high the other night. Oh. And she talked about this artificial intelligence, like starting to scare her, uh-huh. like these robots. It should. Shit. Why though? We control them. No, no that's no, you no, think. No, 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 but they no. can learn. They were dangerous. There were a bunch of. Yes, they can. There were a bunch of uh, Facebook AIs who created their own language, yep. and Facebook had to shut them down. What are they talking about? Well, they're they just have, being on computers. They're talking about us. They they're talking about whatever us. they want. They what start, they, they start to think they're real, and they adapt, and they learn, and then they had this podcast about finding Richard Simmons. It was nuts. Everyone listened to it for some reason. No one knew what they were talking about. They have three laws, and that kicked us out of the number one. Spot for yeah, one bullshit. Yeah, that was fucked up. It was. I don't fully understand how these things can even exist. I think you guys are all watching movies and freaking well, out. Yeah, because we create them and we give them their own intelligence. Yeah, but you ever seen that one that can run and jump? Oh, once yeah. that guy figures it out, that oh, thing's got fucked. no leverage. Though. You just tap it, that thing's falling over with the quickness. Oh, the new updates, it doesn't fall anymore. Yeah. Oh, updates. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. They get the premium Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, yeah, this holiday season. Yep, it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just saying that this holiday season, <laughs> this one, this one right now that we're in, not that yeah. we're, in. yeah, mm-hmm. this upcoming yeah. holiday oh, season. I got you. The upcoming holiday season, the current holiday state. Current, this, yeah. okay. this one. You can watch Santa Claus now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can watch a Grinch, my Grinch, Jim yep. Carrey Grinch. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna watch the new one? I've heard it's good. I actually have heard it's good as too. I've heard it's it good. Is. Go it is. It's good. It's nice. Yeah, but you're a Canadian. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can, it's animated though. Like you, I wouldn't compare it to the Jim Carrey. Grinch. You would compare it to the original cartoon, exactly. And it's good. It's a new take on it. It's really good. Uh, for Pharrell, who made the Who shoes, he did all the soundtrack, yeah. right? Really? Yeah. Oh. yeah, he did the soundtrack. And then an huh. English guy is the Grinch, and they wanted him to be English, and he said, "No, no, that's not the Grinch." Correct. So I respect that. You and Method, Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict. Oh, so he just loves showing off. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> He's, such a He's like, yeah, I'm super British, but I don't have to be. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, yeah, I could do it. Voiceover. I asked my agents about voiceover gigs. Yeah, okay. there you go. Nice. Like, How does this work? And they're like, well, first you have to have a notable name. Okay. I was like, uh, Got it. what's that mean? Like, what that means is we're nowhere near that. Right <laughs> <laughs> I caught a game on Fox Sports 1, though. I said, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, yeah, maybe one day. But this holiday season, as you rack your brain for the perfect gift, maybe you're thinking a brand for your producer. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. maybe the guy that produces your show. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking, I'll gift him a brand. Smart. That's not a bad idea, but I think we found the perfect gift. And I have some tips for treating yourself and everyone on your list to mind-blowing comfort from Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing company that's redefining comfort. Tommy John has the most comfortable underwear on the planet, keeping men neat and nestled and women panty-line and wedgie-free. Both their men's and women's underwear sport a no-wedgie guarantee. Comfortable stay-put waistbands and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather-light, moisture-wicking, breathable, and designed to move with you... Not against Ty you. Ty's going to need this. <laughs> Ty, you, you're going to want your underwear to move with you for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. Yeah, that means no bunching, no rolling, and no riding up on that brand on your leg. Mm-hmm. So if you're still on the fence wondering if Tommy John would be a memorable gift, think of all the adjusting and tugging you'll never have to endure or see again from you or yep. your friends. Oh, I have that friend that's got to adjust. 
Give the gift of mind-blowing comfort this holiday season with limited edition holiday gifts from Tommy John. Save 20% on your first order at TommyJohn.com slash America. That's TommyJohn.com slash America for 20% off. I'm buying Connor. Tommy John underwear. I might need some. His he, underwear. I might need a couple. He's wearing a diaper right now. <laughs> they, they are polo, okay? These are polo boxer briefs, the, my friend. They're not. They're the very luxurious. your grandpa's? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I said, well, family well, heirloom. Well, they're break. Sh- they're yellowish. Pat? Will you show Pat? They're I not miss, even white I, I missed something. I went to the no, bathroom. No, stand up. See these Everybody things. earlier, before we were doing the brand, was preparing for where they were going to put the brand. Yeah. I come uh-huh. out of the bathroom. They're like, wait till you see what homeless Connor wears. Are those from Jerusalem? What are those? They're polo. No. Can you move over for the camera? They're literally just, Uh, they're all white boxers. They used to be white. (laughs) True. There are those. What did you say? So what I I think happened was was the new. Will you pull your pants up? Showing. Jesus Christ! I think what happened was the new black jeans. Oh yeah, yeah. You know how when you happened. get new clothes, yeah, yeah, they kind off. of rub off on the other ones. Oh, so it's I changing think, the white. Exactly, it's making it a little darker. It's giving it a little shade. Hey, if you wearing will. white underwear, aggressive decision. Yeah, yeah. That's I, how I know you're young. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Ten years. That's I'm how doing. I know you're young right now. Wait until that booty hole wants to speak. <laughs> <laughs> white underwear, white socks. They don't exist in my no life. No way. Right. I'm all black, cuz. Well, I, I switch up the socks. Hey, I by the way, one white, one black. Who knows? By the way, things are looking up for you, Connor. You too, mm-hmm. Zito, Foxy. The pub's got a lot of members yep. right now. Thank yeah. you to oh, all yeah. the members that purchased a shirt yep. this Thanksgiving huge weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're, we're huge now. Massive. That's Not big enough. Easy. We really hey, appreciate we went, well, the Well, I think it was just we went from three to whatever it is. I don't even know the number. I think there's 500 members of the pub. Oh, my. Not only there we got right. three. Right. The, first time, the first time the pub was brought up, we were laughed at. <laughs> and here we are selling merch. Hey, but we do got to thank all of you in the room. Oh, Absolutely. You guys are all a part of yeah. this. We thank you as well. Listen, the house is going to get welcome. condemned. We had to take advantage of this as much as we could. <laughs> that house is about to topple inside of itself. I took my first yeah. time in there. You guys said there were some pub grades. The only pub grade is that the floor still stands. <laughs> it was a little dirty when we went in there. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. a little dirty. It's uh-huh. the Monday after a long weekend. Yeah. I think we can all agree. A lot of, <laughs> very, I mean, a lot of beer pong. You can hear like. me. It was yeah. a long weekend. But, you know, there were many pub grades. And the floor is just one of the... One of the many obstacles that we face. Yeah, we try to walk downstairs, and you, you're literally—it's like you—you got to be like the uh, red panda on the stilt <laughs> thing to get downstairs. These steps are like two inches wide. Our property well, manager said they're going to replace those like yep. three months ago. Yeah, it didn't yep. happen. <laughs> by the way, I bought a pub shirt. Did you? I did. I am. Welcome, welcome. It's great to have you. You would, you would think with our Let's business we'd be able to get this stuff. No, but no, yeah. no. We no, have no, to no, buy no. them. Our numbers mm-hmm. added to the ten thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't even have a pub shirt yet. Yeah. Uh, you founders. You should have well, bought one if, like the rest of us. If it means anything, I don't have one either. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody in this room has a pub shirt yet. No, not yet. They'll get here within. By the way, the new supplier we're with. Has been turning things around pretty Dude, quickly. There's a uh, there's someone I got tweeted today. Has actually, their stuff yesterday? Already has it. Yeah, somebody wow. had their stuff. I think on Friday somehow. Yeah, wow. I think it was like in the area where we're shipping out. So right now we are sampling a supply company to get through Black Friday here. Mm-hmm. They're a good group of people. They they seem to have done great. We were, were originally with a company called Printful. Mm-hmm. Which was out of Lithuania. Which, mm. if there was any customer service issues, there was yeah, no <laughs> response. So we had to move to another supplier. We we've enjoyed their business thus far. 
but there has been a lot of offers presented to us in the very recent future, Mm -hmm. as in yesterday. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. But the merch business is one that I am so grateful for the people who listen to this show. Yes, absolutely. You keep our small business alive. And it's because of you, the people that listen to us, laugh with us, follow us on the internet, that I got a chance to do a game on on Saturday Mm -hmm. on Fox Sports 1. And we dove into quite a vitamin up conversation earlier about it. Here it is. Boys, I got to call a game this weekend. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'll tell you what. We walked in there. First of all, let's do the whole weekend. So you, we fly, I fly to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? Black Friday. I fly mm-hmm. to Dallas. Yep. I land there uh, like noon-ish or so. I get uh, the rental car. Everybody mm-hmm. that I go work for gets rental cars. By the way, they got me a, uh, a larger, a full-size. You got a good one. Oh, nice. I, I got a full-size. Good for them. I got a full-size. I got an SUV. Shout out Fox Sports for getting me a Dodge SUV. They Dude, got money. Hey, they got money. And there was tint on the windows too, man. Ooh. When we get that minivan for the WWE, normally it's like a goddamn magnifying glass <laughs> with the windows. It's very difficult, but it was pretty. I got a, I got a Dodge SUV. Dodge is making some plays, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of guy that shouldn't be in a rental car, by the way, because I almost bought a minivan a couple times now for having it <laughs> and then the toyota sedan in los angeles i drove that thing into the fucking dirt <laughs> literally into a curb literally into a curb <laughs> yeah. driving like a rental did that for uh-huh. sure this time had a dodge suv it was very nice mm-hmm. very very nice drive over to the hotel super yuppie place i'm talking next level yuppie resort here so a nice hotel oh very nice oh. with a spa the whole kit and wow. caboodle. yeah the whole thing did right? you get that up uh, I was thinking about didn't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Didn't even get to eat. It seems to be the the trend of my trips. Never eat. Never eat. Everything's just bing, 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 bing. There's no food here. You're there. You're there. You're there. You're there. You're there. Bing, bang, boom. Gone. Unless you want to wake up like 5 a.m. to eat, which I <laughs> right. am yeah. not going to do. I am going to steal those sleep hours. Mm-hmm. We go to a production meeting. That's the first time where I meet everybody. We drive in uh, Sean Kelly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sean Kelly was a play-by-play guy. He's from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. New Orleans. Uh. Yeah, he's the New Orleans Pelicans play play-by-play guy in the New Orleans Saints play-by-play guy. Yeah. He has his kid with him. It's me, AJ, Sean, and his, this guy's kid. <laughs> he's 18 years old. He was uh, He's a young buck. Mm-hmm. Okay, So we drive to the Baylor Hotel. Okay, I've never been in these before. I'd never been in the media coach, media yeah. player. Me- right. I'd never been asked to be been in one. I've never, as a player, I was never asked to come talk to the media uh-huh. the day before a game. So I have no clue what to expect. I walk in there obviously unprepared. <laughs> Sean Kelly has this full notebook in front of him. AJ Hawks got that big ass card that you see them with their name, everybody's yeah. names on it with a pen and pencil. I got a sleeveless on and jorts, and I'm walking in there. I got like my vape pen in my pocket. I grab a <laughs> cup of tea and I sit down at the table. So the first guy that walks in, Charlie Brewer, right? Uh-huh. They're asking him all these quarterback questions like this, that, and this, that. And I just start opening up a little bit. I'm like, uh, Baylor, a good time? You have a good time at Baylor? And he was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> and I noticed on his hand he has a, a mustache, a fake mustache uh, tattoo on his middle oh, finger. No yeah, 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 yeah. So I see that down there. I'm like, you have a good time at Baylor? You have a good time, don't you? And he was like, yeah, I have a pretty good time down here. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that mustache going to make an appearance in the game? He was like, we'll see. <laughs> so I just, I turned it into like an interview. Yeah. Right. Like I just turned it into an interview. Full conversation with the kid. Kid was very cool. Daps me up, goes and walks out. And they have their notes down and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, if it was good enough in a conversation, I were remember it mm-hmm. that's what i'm t- they're like why don't why aren't you taking notes they say i'm like well if it's good enough i'll remember it if it was a good enough quote i will remember it last question i asked him was what's your favorite play and he said any pass i was like which <laughs> one though he said the deep ball cuzzy he said <laughs> oh. and then gave me things so i knew immediately that i like this kid 
more than everybody else uh-huh. on the field because right. he dropped a cuzzy to me. Mm-hmm. That means this guy knows who I am. This guy knows my thing. I am going to put over <laughs> in the wrestling terms Charlie Brewer. So if you see at the beginning of the game, I introduced Charlie Brewer. It's called a quarterback walkout. Uh-huh. I learned a lot of these things, which I assume you le- learn in four years of broadcast school <laughs> or in that broadcast boot camp. And I put his little ass over. I was like, this is my motherfucking dude. So we go through the whole interview. Coach Rule comes in. Uh-huh. He's sweating. He's sick. He's talking about all these things and they're all taking these tedious notes, just huge notes. And I look at him and I go, uh, I go, uh, what type of coach? Are you a hard-ass coach or what? He said, well, I'm not the most fun coach. That's for sure. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean by that? He was like, well, last week at halftime, I actually had to tell him to have fun because everybody was too tight trying to make a play, blah, blah, blah. He said, I believe there's a couple things you can control. You can control your effort. Mm-hmm. You can control uh, the the pre snap stuff, and if if you do that, I'm not mad at you. But if you, if you don't, I am I am <laughs> I am tough to deal with. Is, is, I was like, perfect, thank you. So the entire game, all I was trying to get in was that this dude was a hard ass. <laughs> the entire game, I'm just trying to get in that Matt Rule was a hard ass. So you're you're going beyond and bringing you're humanizing yes. these figures on the field. So in my head, yeah. that's what I thought. Right. So all these interviews that I have with these people, in my head, I'm just like, all right, I'm just trying to make them human. I don't really give a fuck about the X's and O's because personally, I don't know to be honest. I have no idea what's going on out there. So then we get to game day. AJ Hawk lets me drive his rental car. We get lost. Dallas police, by the way, not the nicest. <laughs> we were we were half, maybe like, a, I was going to say half field, like 50 yards away from the parking lot that uh-huh. we were supposed to park in, mm-hmm. the media parking lot. But it was closed for emergency vehicles only. This is 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. The game's at 11 a.m. there. There's nobody around us except for us. We got one cop hand out like fucking Texas Ranger right in the middle. (laughs) And you could drive. You could drive through there, but they have it closed just for emergency vehicles. We're one of only 30 people that are at this stadium at this point. I'm like, yeah, we're parking in that one right there. He's like, not today. You got to go out, (laughs) around. all." So we had to drive all the way around Jerry World. Uh Okay, I get car sick because we're driving in a circle. Go in. We finally find our spot. Then finding the booth was its own nightmare because that stadium is so large we were in the spanish radio booth at one point (laughs) which is on the other side of the goddamn stadium we were on the field before we made it to the booth because we were just taking wrong turns and then the game got started and i ain't never been more excited in my life (laughs) i was i had no idea how it was gonna work i i knew nothing of how sean kelly was gonna Uh sean kelly did well don't you think yeah yeah. Yeah, he was very great very good at give and take with you I don't think at the first little bit, I'm not sure he knew what was coming. I don't think he did either. Uh, his, <laughs> he, so the play by play guys, I didn't know this. They bring their own spotters. Mm-hmm. So his spotter is his friend from New Orleans named Kyle. Okay. Big fan of the show. Mm-hmm. So Kyle, shout out Kyle. Big fan of yours. Whenever he met me the night before, he was like, I hope somebody gets branded. And I hope, and I hope it's Diggs. That was when I knew I was like, "Oh, this guy's real fan." All right, everybody wants Diggs to get rid of. Uh, fuck Kyle. Uh, I understand you might not like Kyle, but we all like Kyle. He was, but he's his spotter, so he brings him, and then he has his own stack guy named Allen, who's from New Orleans. Who he brought so like the the play by play guy. Brings, whole team. They're all in the room with you guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They. they they come in, so it was very interesting. I'm like, ah, oh, I gotta get a play-by-play guy, so I can just bring my squad in the <laughs> booth. Imagine Diggs up there. I think it's 24. Because <laughs> the spotter does a lot. I have eagle eyes. Well, the spotter had binoculars. He's points at like who's making the tackle. That's how the play-by-play person knows without seeing it. Was it was all very interesting. But we do that first open. 
You know where the, yeah. he's reading over the mm-hmm. drone shot of AT&T Stadium? And we did it beforehand, right? So we pre-taped that because mm-hmm. I think they're all very scared of me <laughs> being live. I guess that's like the hardest part, they call it. A.J. Hawk was like, if we can get through this open, we'll be able to do anything. And for me, I thought the open would be the easiest part uh-huh. yeah. because this is the only thing where I know what I'm talking about. Right. So the first time through, Sean, there's a couple blips finally. I'm the last one. So you remember when we did that flip cup thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we were trying to make it on one flip. Yeah. And I was the last guy so you guys can fuck up a couple times right. and before me getting even a single rep right you know because you're trying to like do it one 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 uh-huh. but we're going back so i hadn't even got a shot yet and we're on like take four by this point so now they get theirs right and now it's up to me i'm like oh if i fuck this up we gotta go back and take five i was like fuck this up as aj's talking i'm like I ain't gonna fuck. What are you talking about? This is what you're supposed to do. You ain't gonna fuck this up. And then AJ finishes, and I'm like, well, here's my first time speaking on a goddamn network. Let's go for it. And I had a, I just, from that point forward, I ain't never been more comfortable doing mm-hmm. something. I was so comfortable. So you enjoyed it a lot. And I, and, I, and I don't think I should have been. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, I think you should have been. I thought, I thought it was a, obviously a way different dynamic than you get. Like, there was a show within the game for the first time. Yes. And it was a game, unless you live in West Texas, or, you know, it doesn't mean a lot to the rest of the country. But this was entertaining for anyone. Yes. Whether you knew anything about Baylor or Texas Tech or not, you and AJ, boy, AJ was great at feeding hey, softballs. Dude. He's quick, isn't he? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, he's good. I, he fed you perfectly. Honestly, I thought his big CTE ass would be slow. <laughs> <laughs> he was fed. Because every time I talk to him, always very comedic, right? Because uh-huh. he has a dry sense of humor. He takes shots at me. I take shots at him. We have a very good relationship. Very lucky that AJ was the other guy in there with me. I don't think they did that on purpose, by the way. Really? I, think, I don't think Fox... I think it just kind of happened, and it just happened to be magical. But AJ was quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. He was. And, and watching him work in there was a lot of fun. Oh, man. him being your straight guy, it's a good combination. <laughs> FS1 needs to think about it. I know. <laughs> I know. Sean, I, I thought it was pretty funny, too, when Sean likes to start laughing at you guys. And he, oh, like, he couldn't control oh, yeah. it. Because I think he's a very serious broadcaster. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I, I think yeah. he's a very... When he was asking these questions to... Coach Rule, Coach Snow, who's the D coordinator, who's been there for 42, or been coaching yeah. for 42 years, by the way. That's a long fucking time. Hates RPOs, by the way. <laughs> Don't Doesn't think it's real football, but hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> but when he was asking these questions, you could tell he was, he's obviously a very serious broadcaster. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a professional broadcaster. But whenever I finally got him to crack, I felt so good. I was like, yeah, <laughs> welcome, Sean. I actually, <laughs> welcome to the show here, Sean. I just wanted people to feel as if they were watching with us. And I think that's the thing that I've learned from watching football for the last year and a half is mm-hmm. it's, these commentators never think like, hey, we're watching football with you. Uh-huh. It's not really like you're you're not we're not watching you. We're watching with you. Right. And that's I just wanted to make it a party in there. I really did. I yeah, when wanna... you when you brought up Kingsbury's gray pants during an injury timeout, Sean goes, <laughs> yeah. uh, critiquing uh fashion during an injury timeout, Pat, huh? <laughs> I said, well, obviously, I hope the guy's okay. I said, well, obviously, I hope the guy's okay, Sean. But that is Cliff's decision. And him going with gray pants, I thought was an aggressive one. Because he could have went all black. Yeah. AJ was like, I think that's Under Armour's decision, Pat. It's not, though, by the way. That is the coach's decision. I only know that because Sean McVay's crew looks much nicer than everybody else's. And Chuck got to pick what the coaches wore, yeah, yeah. too. So that is the coach's decision. And in my head, you're Cliff Kingsbury. You're very attractive. You have black and red. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh-huh. that is an alley-oop yeah. to yeah, look yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, that is what we're all looking for. So in warm-ups, I noticed that. Whenever Cliff walked out, oh, that's a handsome son of a... 
those pants are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we not wearing black pants? And I was like, well, that's going to get mentioned at some point in my head. And How many I'll- times did you catch yourself wanting to say something, but then going a different direction? Because you started talking about the Italian punter, and you said he brings a lot of great things to the table. He likes great <sighs> food, and I know you wanted yeah, to keep going, just, yeah. and then you just kind of steered it more towards, well, yeah, big ball, this. he big, big balls. He got big balls. Yeah, I did. Organized crime was right on deck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Organized crime was right on deck. It's a lot of, it's just like when I do the WWE Network stuff. It's a full mental Gymkhana, basically, so I can not swear in there or say anything that crosses the line. Pissed off the Big 12, though. Did get a... Why? A lot of people dressed like seats here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that one. Who? I like guess the, that like one. the actual Big 12 reached out? Or? Yeah. So I guess every, obviously, every conference has somebody that watches the broadcast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just got a little mention in my ear from the producer, Jesse, who we will be talking to today. You might have already heard that interview. He goes, uh, hey, uh, I thought it was funny, but try <laughs> Try not to take a shot at how little there are people. (laughs) (laughs) And and there's a talk back button, right? I'm like, why? What what happened? You're like, Big 12 wasn't excited about (laughs) people dressed like seats. I was like, oh, okay, sounds good. In my head, though, I was like, the internet's loving that one. If it means anything, I was checking the action on it. But it was... um, Did you sneak every word in? What's that? Every word you wanted to bring into the broadcast? I didn't use bamboozle. I, I was going to try to use the word bamboozle. That was really one I wanted to drop in there. Somebody got bamboozled. But did it you just... say matriculate like a drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Hey, God, AJ. I could tell. He stumbled. He, he, I could hear him like pause because then he kept going. He's like, yeah, they really are putting a great drive together here. Taking a lot. He tried to like explain it without laughing. Did you hear him say you're refutable? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I had a blast. <laughs> That was so fucking funny. I, as soon as he, because he leans over on the thing, he takes a knee sometimes, I uh, guess, while he's calling it, because he's like super football guy, in, enjoys <laughs> taking a knee. He wore a suit specifically so he could take a knee. <laughs> the pants could move. But he's like, he like bends over on the, that Cowboys booth, I guess. They told me I will never touch, I will never step foot in another TV booth that that's nice. anywhere near that nice. It looked real spacious just from the picture. I guess Troy Aikman designed it. Really? Uh, yeah, so Troy Aikman actually designed it. He's like, well, if you, if you guys are going to make me fucking call games here, at least there's a bathroom in there. There's oh, like nice. a coffee wow, thing. Nice. It, it's really... AJ and uh, Sean said, you will never step foot in a nicer nicer booth in this. I'm Your like, first game ever. I might as well retire. Yeah. <laughs> might as well retire. Which is weird, though. Wouldn't you think that's the place, like, those are the voices of the game in your stadium? Wouldn't you want them to compliment your stadium as much as possible and have an enjoyable time? There? In my head, you would think that, but I think these broadcasters, normally, not me, obviously, but they are so educated and taught that you are just a strict, no matter what the circumstances, you are calling the game. Mm-hmm. So for me, I almost complimented the bathroom in the booth a couple of times, but I couldn't get it in. <laughs> there was a couple of times I was looking to sneak it in, like, man, these bathrooms in this booth. I almost gave Troy Aikman a shout out in the middle of the game. I'm like, shout out Troy Aikman for doing this. I felt good in that booth. You seemed comfortable. I yeah. think we're talking about it right now, so we're mid-conversation, yeah, yeah. so I don't mm-hmm. want to give away anything mm-hmm. in the future. Just know that a huge reveal happens in just five minutes from now. Huge. The biggest reveal of all time. What? Massive. Yeah, yeah, massive. Massive. Well, I could massive, massive reveal. Whoa. If you figure out what it is, tweet us. Okay. Also tweet, if you are in the 66% of men oh, no. who lose their hair by the age of 35. Oh, no. Connor, get on Twitter. Zito, get on Twitter. Go ahead, Frankie boy, Gumpy, Digsy. I'm okay. Get get on the internet. (laughs) 
Gumpy, you didn't deserve that. You're from you need some hair left if you're going to get on Twitter. Sorry. That was from me. From Boston that was me. With the beige undies over there. Yeah, I see. The thing is, when you start to notice your hair loss, it's too late by that point. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Are there any bald spots yet? How will you feel a year from now if it's business as usual up there? I ask, do you want a bald spot to pop up or do you want to do something about it? Do something about it. Do you want your hairline to recede or do you want to do something about it? Do something about it. Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Ever ever heard of it? We just said no. What's that? We just didn't know. You, you, with your hair loss. And now we do know. Now, if you were you a couple years back, yep. you would have went right over to F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash Pat. Yep. That's 4Ms dot com slash Pat uh-huh. to get a trial month of Hims for just $5 while supplies last. I would have done something about it. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep... Your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Nope. This is prescription solutions backed by science. science. Only the good wow. stuff. Science. <laughs> science had no answer for your clavicle, but they do have an answer for good hair. The same Actually, science that put them on Mars did this. Too. There's no waiting room. There's no awkward in-person doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4hymns.com slash pad. It's so easy. Answer a few quick questions. A doctor will review and can prescribe you. Products are shipped directly to your door. Order now for just $5 while supplies last. 4hymns.com slash pad. Now, let's get back to the conversation. But AJ's in this full bend over the thing. And he, <laughs> by the way, I've, there's a couple of things I didn't do. Like, I didn't get the fact that offensive holding should only be five yards, not 10 yards, because that can be called on every single play. I think it's bullshit that it's 10 yards. It completely fucks your entire drive because it's a, it's a ticky tack call, too. So I, there, there's a couple things. AJ always tries. To, he said, every time I'm on TV, I'm trying to change the rule that college kids, if they're down and they're not touched, yeah, they should it. be. He said, every time I'm on TV, I'm pushing. I'm trying to change the rules of the game. And I'm like, oh, I got a couple rules I'd like to change, too, AJ. <laughs> and that was one of them. I want to change that. But also the rest. Refs looking at that tiny little camera. Yep. Oh, awesome, hilarious. Because <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. ref Cuzzy, you're missing it. There is a 75-yard <laughs> TV right above your head. And then Jesse, the producer, they got a shot oh, of yeah. him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, guy, camera. that guy was awesome. That guy was absolutely awesome. But AJ's saying, I- I'm not sure they're going to have irrefutable. <laughs> and I just turned at him. I started laughing like, like on the air. And he looked at me. And you could see it in his eyes. He was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I, there was no way I was just going to let that slide. I had a blast. That was a that. stern ref. He gave, gave a good oh. stern call. I, I feel like the ref never gets complimented. Mm-hmm. During, now, granted, if I do another game and that ref's stumbling, <laughs> look out, ref. Look out, stripes. I'm coming in. Was I, it hard to like sneak in? Because like, you had to stop talking certain parts of the game, right? So I only know that because WWE. So <laughs> I got a text from Michael Cole and Tom Phillips. Mm-hmm. That asked me, is your only training for this at the performance center <laughs> in our booth when it was, I think, uh, I think it was Kane versus Brock Lesnar. I called a match yep. in, their, in the performance center. They have like this little room yeah, yeah. where you can put on headsets and uh-huh. recall right. an entire match. They're like, is that your only training? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> and they're like, Jesus Christ, somebody's going to get fired for this. And I was like, could be, <laughs> could be. But I know that there's things you're not supposed to step on just naturally from watching. So I, I, I was. 
I was trying to lay off as much as I was starting to get real comfortable though. Yeah. I was starting to get real comfortable, and I, I noticed that a little or late. I was like, all right, too comfortable. Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably the uh, the bit. rabbit out of the head. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. That's. I was probably right when you uh, got a little too comfortable right there. <laughs> I felt good about yeah, it. Yeah, I needed to. I felt really good about it. There was another one right in between our eyes. That almost came out whenever I was like, Charlie Brewer's becoming a real-life college football quarterback, a superstar right in between our eyes here. I almost, but I was like, Dad, don't do too much. Don't do too much. Don't do too much. It, the third guy is a good role, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to be. I think you ended up becoming the second guy. Well, AJ doesn't talk as much. He uh-huh, said he's right. not scared to, but AJ's there for the the info, the football info. Yeah, like, he's there yeah. for that. I'm just there strictly for <laughs> my observations. <laughs> <laughs> my now, and I actually saw some people on Twitter who hated me early, like Texas Tech Baylor people early. Uh-huh. But I got them by the fourth. I had a, they <laughs> they all came back by the fourth. So you were checking your phone the whole game. Halftime, okay. Halftime, and then when I would run and piss, I would give like a quick little. It was pretty active though. Oh like, yeah, the yeah. internet. Oh, very yeah. thankful for everybody watching that game because there was another pretty big one happening. Yeah. At the same time, the, uh, the look good, feel good went pretty, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Shout out Dion, a little, a little alley oop from AJ Hawk. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he knew how much I do live by that motto. Yeah. Right. So whenever he set that up, I mean that thing's literally sitting. Well, I think that, the two that, parts that, that set true. that off were at the end where you got, or maybe just an injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Killed big me. Big pop and then, on that punch. I, that killed me, but the internet enjoyed keep up Sean more than anything. Yeah, me telling Sean to keep up. Yeah. <sighs> I thought AJ opened the door nicely a couple times too to get your analysis on a punt like that. Oh, you yeah, don't you guys hear that ever from, in a game. When you guys came back from commercial and it looked like a good punt, but he punted to the wrong side of the field. Yeah, yeah. well, and I actually called it. Oh, a beauty when he hit mm-hmm. it because it was turning over nicely. Mm-hmm. And then I just looked at the coverage real quick and I was like, oh no, <laughs> this isn't good. So I actually asked the producer, yeah, yeah. the earpiece. I was like. Uh, in the talk back button, it's just like a cough button where you press it, nobody can hear you live, but you're talking right mm-hmm. to the truck. I go, hey, can you give me a behind shot of that punt? I feel like he might have punted that to the wrong side of the field. And then they're like, uh, look in your uh, ISO camera. I was like, where, where's, that? where's that? They're like, right in front of you and down. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, there it is. They're like, uh, what do you want us to do? I was like, just press play real quick. And their entire mm-hmm. punt team released wow. left, which means mm-hmm. they thought the ball was going left. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to punt that left. He punted it right. Huge return. It was. Uh, They're like, all right, we're going to come right out of commercial with that. I was like, with what? They're like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that pun, I'm like, oh, okay. Am I am I talking there? And I'm like, they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, I'm like, AJ, excuse me. <laughs> Sean, please shut the fuck up. And at this point, Sean and AJ and I are very tight, right? Yeah. So everybody's laughing. So I do the whole thing. I wish I would have had the fucking yeah. uh, telestrator. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I would have went draw in there. Did you guys do the announcer night before? Um dinner yeah we went to eat at uh this japanese place uh-huh. nice. this japanese place i got these i remember kirk saying that's how they they build camaraderie have little beers before yeah. mm-hmm. that sean guy i'm a big fan of what he because he said he listened to the podcast last week because uh-huh. his friend kyle told him to where i think my first comment was does anybody know who the fuck sean kelly is? <laughs> <laughs> so he brought that up at dinner uh-huh. he was like i heard your podcast where you asked if anybody knew who the fuck i was I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was, I didn't, Sean. I'm so sorry. I'm happy I know you now. He turned out to be a good guy, mm, yeah. really good guy. The whole Fox crew there, everybody was so nice. What did they uh, think about your costume? Everybody loved it. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah, good. Yeah, it was when AJ fun. called you a 16 year old, I died. <laughs> I fucking died. I had boots on too. Didn't get to see the boots in really? the shot. I like a wide shot. I had some black um, shit kickers on down there. 
belt buckle didn't get enough play in the first one, so at halftime I had to open up the suit coat. <laughs> I was going to go no jacket, by the way, for the second half, the second yeah, half yeah. lead or the halftime lead in. Right. I was going to go no jacket, and I had it down. And I'll tell you what, I looked thin because it was all black. Uh-huh. I'd been fasting for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I look like one of those guys at any country bar that's dressed in all black up front and knows <laughs> every motherfucking dance. Every single one. If you're ever at a country bar or saloon and there's line dancing, you look for the motherfucker dressed in all black mm-hmm. and he's right up in the front. He knows every single one. And if he doesn't, he's making every single one up. I looked exactly like that guy. And I'm standing there. AJ's like, oh, aggressive look, no jacket. And I'm like, hey, does that mean something? Like, am I supposed to wear a jacket? He was like, I don't know. You do whatever you want. I'm like, <laughs> so they're like 30 seconds I'm like give me that fucking jacket give me the f- I put the jacket on I'm like I'm leaving it open though because this goddamn belt buckle's gotta eat I had a blast on there I'm glad you pulled the trigger on the bolo tie it yeah. looked awesome yeah. thank it you looked awesome. I appreciate that yeah. I didn't fully under- know what I was gonna do I had a lot of options in my suitcase and I had to go with it in the morning bolo tie is an aggressive shot for your first time on a network <laughs> <laughs> now it's gonna have to be a though. thing what you say? Wherever you're at. fit, though, it suited Jerry World perfectly. I appreciate oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Gumpy, by the way, from Canada, joining us here for American Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, Gumpy, how are you? Great, you. Yeah. Did you watch the game? <laughs> no, I was driving here. Oh, you missed it. I know, I blew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. lady my lady didn't see it either. She thought the game was at three for some reason. She oh. lives in my house. <laughs> <laughs> she was in my house. She DVR'd it, though. But yeah, yeah. I guess... Which doesn't make any... I, guess, I think I DVR'd it, actually. We did, too. Okay, good news. So we have it. So she didn't see it until she got home at, like, halftime. Mm-hmm. And she was texting me, like, oh, shit, I didn't know it already started. I'm like, yep, yep. It's going average, <laughs> by the way. It's going average. And then she watched the second half. And she sent me a very nice text afterwards. It was like, uh, hey, because I've always wanted to do this. I think yeah, anybody yeah. knows yeah. that this is something I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I was I was really excited. And I... I think I did. Is it something you'd be interested in in the future? I think so. I don't think it could have gotten any better. And we talked about it, but the fact that it would have been easy for you to compromise who you really are and just do what everybody else does and just blend in. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you 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 were you maintained being Pat McAfee also had, was huge. You also had a professional side about you too, which surprised yeah. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you ending the broadcast as well saying oh I just did average <laughs> well, and when he said good job yeah. I say average I say <laughs> Michael Cole though yeah uh-huh. Michael Cole was the only guy I could get any information from. He's my only friend that's a broadcaster. <laughs> right? And Michael Cole has been like a real mentor to me, you know? Mm-hmm. This guy has been very nice. He was the first person to ever let me on network microphone. Mm-hmm. Right. So I sent Michael Cole a text. I go, um, okay, you have time? Was my first one. He said, what? Was his response. <laughs> like, Perfect. I'm third man in the booth for a college football game tomorrow. In your opinion, they're having me in there to just act like me, right? I'm not supposed to act like an actual third man in the booth. I literally have nobody else to ask this question to. <laughs> so I hope you it. He goes, you never interrupt. I'm just teasing. I think you should split the difference, he says. Would you? I wouldn't wear shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, as far as presentation, I think you need to remain Pat McAfee, but you're also a serious football player. So I think you should provide that side too. Remember, you're the third person. They have a play-by-play guy and an analyst. You're there to provide a little bit of color, fun, and true feelings. Mm-hmm. That's the night before I get that text from him. And I think that's just, it even goes even more to the fact that just Michael Cole is the man. He is yeah. The man. He is oh, the fucking man. He's the and I think you did that to a T. Yeah. I think, I think so. Mm-hmm. I honestly think I'm very hard-headed and stubborn, mm-hmm. but I do believe I am coachable. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because A, <laughs> I want to be better, because if I'm better, I can talk more. Yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah, reason yeah. why. Mm-hmm. But I, I really appreciated that message, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Bob Cavoyan from Bob and Tom sent me a nice long text message afterwards. 
a lot of my old teammates sent me That's messages. Awesome. It was really cool. I might change the way some games are called, though. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. so. The thing I was so impressed with is, like, you could have your own thing that you were doing, like being funny, but then you could hop right in. Like, if a play was going on mid-play, you could hop right in and give your analysis on, like, the back end of that, and you didn't have to, you know, compromise in between there. Right. All those times where I had to sit in actual football meetings mm-hmm. and yeah, listen to actual football <laughs> coaches <laughs> with actual uh, football. Paid off. It all paid off because I was starting to see some things. I was like, oh, fuck, I remember this in the meetings where they were talking to people that weren't me. I remember this. And it was all starting to come together. It was really. I mean, when the NFL tried to do this with Dennis Miller, and it was a big disaster, for one, they finally now have a comedian who was an NFL player. So he was missing that. Plus, his comedy didn't suit that kind of entertainment anyway well yeah i i think dennis miller was an aggressive choice they also had that other guy the ball kornheiser yep and anytime i talked about calling games everybody would send me tweets about yeah look how it worked out for kornheiser and dennis miller and it's like it's very different it's very very different and i'm happy that fox gave me a chance because not a lot of nobody would Actually, do they, do they give you guys like a report card after the game or anything like that? <laughs> I wonder if like the actual guys like AJ, because I'm not a full time Fox yeah. person. I wonder if they do get one of those. Like things. a ref like gets a report card after a game and shit like that. Oh, I feel bad about that. What are we doing here? <laughs> when we're going to <laughs> another Mac review. Not a big review guy. <laughs> <laughs> big sideline heater, the guy, though. Big yeah, yeah. sideline heater yes. guy. So last week, I should have went into that a little bit more. Cliff Kingsbury was crushed by the media because he didn't let his players have any sideline heaters in K-State, State, yeah. and they lost to Kansas State. Mm-hmm. And he was asked why he didn't let them. He was like, well, we had them in Iowa last year. We lost, and this time we lost. I was just trying to keep them engaged in the game. And I didn't get a chance to talk to Cliff one-on-one, but I would have let him know. Asshole fucking move. It's cold as shit back there, bro. Warm is always better. Warm is always better. I was a big sideline heater guy. Me and Vinatieri, huge sideline heater guys. That's a Hall of Famer. That's just something to think about. I had a blast, man. I really did. I really did. It came across like No swears. Said hell. Yeah, you're allowed to say that, right? My bookie was in a fucking uh, little bit of a pretzel. Because I guess there was a bet on whether or not yeah. I'd swear. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't clarify. Yeah, but I said, hell. So I get a text from Mark from my bookie, uh, and he goes, um, I watched the game. Did you say any other swear words other than hell? I was like, no. He was like, you know, you put us in an interesting spot. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. He said, I don't think hell is a swear it's word. Not. He said, I don't think hell is a swear word. And then I think so. I think he paid people out for that. I think there was some real money made on oh, that. Wow. By the way, I'm assuming everybody thought I was going to swear. No, eh, I, I didn't think not. so. You never swore on WWE, right? So why yeah, would swear now? that's the thing that put me over on that. I'm like, oh, dude, he's been doing the WWE thing for a while now, I and mean, he can't definitely can't cuss on there. I <laughs> there was a couple close ones. <laughs> Whenever the guy made a huge play, D lineman, I dropped a whammy in there. Uh-huh. I dropped a whammy. That was uh, that was almost like a fucking. <laughs> that was real close because in those high energy ones is yeah, when yeah. you don't have as much as a filter. I was enjoying it. Fun time. I'm thankful for Fox Sports mm-hmm. letting me do that. Very thankful. Now, here's the man that produced the whole goddamn show, Jesse. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me now is the man who produced the Texas Tech Baylor Texas Farm Bureau Insurance Shootout this past Saturday at AT AT&T Stadium. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse West. What's up, Jesse? Not much. That That was easy for you to spit out there. Jeez. Ah, I'll tell you what, it was very interesting that the name of it was the Texas Farm Bureau Insurance Shootout, but I love the ability to make money off of everything these days. Isn't that, that's that's the point, that's the point. Okay, Jesse, 
So obviously a lot of my uh, people that are listening right now watched the show on Saturday, watched the game on Saturday. They were anticipating, there was bets, there were sports books that you could bet on my performance. Would I swear? Would I break an FCC rule? Would I drop before the brand? Would I embarrass my family? There was actually wagers that were happening there. All these people had all these expectations for how I was going to do. You, the guy who actually had to produce the show, going in whenever you hear that I'm going to be there, how did you? feel what was the initial reaction and were you shitting your pants a little bit well the reaction was it was also my first show producing in the chair of football game so i said please god don't let me get fired after my first show (laughs) (laughs) that's uh you know that was my initial thought but the point is you know fox likes big personalities and they're a little on the edgy side so you fit that perfectly i mean that was and you were yourself during the game so you know as far as that goes I had no issue there. I, you know, Fox was all over that. Um, you know, you worried me twice during the uh, from Friday to Sunday. I will admit, when you came in with the cutoff shirt to the coaches' <laughs> meetings, I said, "Oh boy, here we go." You know what? Personally, personally, I think the Baylor guy loved it. You know, Coach Rule and Brewer, they loved it. I think they opened up and gave us more answers because I think they felt comfortable. And your focus wasn't on the X's and O's. You kind of wanted to get to know them personally. So that was that was number one. The second thing is when you called me an hour before the game saying, "Hey, uh, we can't find the booth. Said, oh God, we're gonna have one. We're gonna have one announcer. Said, what the heck's going on here?" So after though, after all of that, the game went pretty well. I have to admit. Uh, well, I, so I asked AJ. I asked AJ because I didn't even think about this meeting with the coaches. I've never been a part of one of these before, even as a player. I mean, eight years in the league, four years in college. I was never once invited to the media conversation with the the people there with at the hotel. I had no idea what to expect. So I asked AJ before, and I'm like, AJ, what the hell do I wear to this thing? He was like, I'll be comfortable. I was like, so like jeans and a tank top? He's like, well, don't wear a tank top. I was like, oh, I got sleeveless hoodie. It's a little bit, it's a step above <laughs> tank top. So I didn't know what I was walking into, but I, 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 when I walked in there and I saw everybody, how everybody was dressed, I immediately gave like, ah, oh, f- I fucked this one up. <laughs> I fucked this one up for sure. So are you, so are you blaming, are you blaming AJ for a little sabotage there? Is a- that what's going on here? Absolutely. I mean, did you hear him all game? He was trying to sabotage me the whole goddamn game, Jesse. But you know what people need to realize is if they didn't watch the game, your on-camera look, man, you were dressed to the nine. That Thank belt buckle, the brand-new boots. Thank I you. mean, you were silent. You were silent. How about the bolo tie, Jesse? When I showed up with that, when you saw me wearing a bolo tie, were you just like, oh, this is my first time ever doing this, and all of a sudden it's ruined by this absolute moron? I, I thought to myself, everything's bigger in Texas, so let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to AJ. Because obviously that was my first game, so I have nothing to compare it to. But the producer is yep. in in your ear, right? So Jesse is in my ear during the thing, telling us what cameras coming, what replays are happening, things that could have possibly happened. On he said that you were incredible in how calm you were, and you were definitely helping us out a lot. I would talk about something, and you would help me, as opposed to AJ normally says that the producer yells at the talent to talk about something because they found it. I think now, granted, I've only done it one time. But I think you're like fit for this job. I think you're supposed to be in that position. Is this something you've always wanted to do? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm a golf guy, and you know, obviously the match was going on, and I would have loved to have done that, but you know, didn't get the opportunity. But yeah, I mean, this was this has always been something I've been looking forward to doing, and you know, I'm normally on the high on the sidelines with Holly Saunders, and they gave me a chance, and uh, 
like I said, I haven't got a call saying I'm fired yet, so it must have went okay. How about when so I took? You, uh, hey, they call you and they call you and fire you yet, or are we still good? I have gotten zero updates, other than the <laughs> fact that there might have been a question on whether or not I was a hardcore X's and O's guy or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I know that I know that is not the case, but you know what your fans do need to know. I will say one thing: you pointed out there was a punt, and you and we went to commercial, and you said in talkback, you're like, "I got this, I got this." I'm like, "What do you got?" You're like, this punter went to the wrong side here. That's why there was a 45-yard return. And stuff like that, for your first time, man, jumping in and taking that opportunity to, to tell us why that happened, that was, that was there's, a, there's a future there for you. Well, I, I, would, I would hope so. I mean, the Internet enjoyed it. The only thing I was missing was the goddamn telestrator. You know, I thought I'd get a chance to draw on the goddamn screen there, Jesse. Well, you're, you're not John Madden just quite <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about so you're a big golf guy? I took a shot at Tiger and Phil in midway through like third quarter. I think I took a shot at him. I I, I did I did hear that. It's okay though. It's okay. You know it, they. It's okay. Rumor has it it didn't go so hot. So hopefully the fans came over and watched uh, watched our game the next day. So so after those meet, I don't know how those meetings normally go. The ones we were in with Baylor. I had a feeling coming out of that meeting that the Baylor team was feeling a lot better about themselves than the Texas Tech team. Is that normal for those types of meetings, or, or, or is this something that just is kind of, I don't know if that makes sense, what I just asked there. Well, I mean, it, it does, and I don't know if it's normal. I mean, let, let's be honest. Cliff was in a bad situation with the quarterbacks going on, and normally you don't get that. I mean, he, he threw a guy out there he had to, was playing on one leg. Um you know, and, and Baylor had Brewer, who, you know, I mean, let's be honest, the kid was a stud last year, and he's just getting better and better. So I, I think you get a feel for the meetings, and, you know, normally we get to go out to practice, but being a neutral site, there wasn't that. So you get a good feel, but you never know what's going to happen. These are college kids going out to play. Who, who knows what's going to happen when they get out, out on the field, so. Brewer balled out. He, he he said Russell Wilson was a guy he looked up to. I respected that a lot. We got a lot out of those interviews, and I I enjoyed the whole process, Jesse. And I just wanted to call and thank you here on the show. Not a problem. You know, I, I hope that your one point four uh, Twitter followers liked it, and, and my sixty seven Twitter followers they loved it. So we're good. We're, Did you, might, well, you might have a couple more. Okay, are you? Uh, this might be a personal question. Are you wifed up? Do you have a family and all that? I do, yeah. My daughter, she's uh, having surgery actually tomorrow, just to, some procedures just to clean up a few things. So she's going to, hopefully she gets through that and everything's going to be okay. Okay, well, nothing but very positive thoughts for you and your family. What did your, your family think of the show, though? Because that's probably big for them, too, your first time getting to run the gig there. Did they watch? Did they enjoy it? Were they nervous for a potential? Like, what, what was, how was the whole family reaction? That's a big moment for you, too, by the way. Well, mm -hmm. It is a huge moment, and the one thing I'll tell you, my mother-in-law, who knows nothing about football, said, I really like that number 21 from Texas Tech. He's a, he's a crafty little guy. So, yes, they watched it, and they must have enjoyed it. So uh, that's all that matters. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you, Jesse. You were nothing but a gentleman. Good luck in the future, and maybe we'll work together someday again. Sounds good, man. You take care. Cheers, man. Shout out to that Jesse guy, by the way. Golf guy had to produce a football game. First time I'm on it for mm -hmm. him. That had to be tough. He he was definitely sweating bullets there. He mentioned how when I walked into the Baylor coaches meetings mm -hmm. with a sleeveless on and jor uh, jorts, he was a little bit worried about what was <laughs> happening. I had a good interview with those guys, though. I treated it like they were literally just getting interviewed on my show. 
A lot of X's and O's talks from Sean Kelly and AJ. Mm-hmm. I just came in here and asked the real questions. I want to hear the real stuff. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got you to personalize them. Exactly. Let's make them some humans, Donner. Speaking of uh, the weekend, though. Yep. I never got a chance to really watch much else that happened. Uh, Sunday, I watched a lot of NFL, uh-huh. but the other college football stuff, I guess there were some real upsets that, were, that happened. I guess that Ohio State-Michigan thing was insane. Mm-hmm. The weekend, terrible block there for the Oklahoma-West Virginia game. West Virginia got fucked. But, Diggs, what all happened this weekend in the football world? Uh, LSU, Texas, and m went to seven overtimes. Oh, I saw the, uh, the fake... Um, uh, water sh- uh, Gatorade shower. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Coach O got a little Gatorade shower early, right? Uh huh. Like right in the bowl with like a minute left in the fourth quarter. That's awesome. That is so awesome. And then seven overtimes is a wild game. What time does it end? Like one a.m. Uh, yeah, it was around there, right around there. I had uh Texas A&M minus three. Oh, that's tough. Mm. One by two. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't have just you know done something different. Seven overtimes. I, I played in a four overtime game. I think that was a long mm. one because the college rules that you have to go for two, right? That's how you lost because they uh, won, yes, the correct. one team. Yes, after the third overtime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, they you're either as a kicker, you're either kicking a field goal or nothing. That's mm-hmm. it. After the second overtime. Right. Yeah. Yeah, college overtime is a good format. A lot of people talk about how the college overtime format's a good format. I love it. Seven of them is a long time. Long time. Mm-hmm. It's a long fucking and then time. Ohio State, yeah, got or Ohio State waxed Michigan, and it was it was a bloodbath. That was during the, uh, the game I was calling. Yes, that, the, that first update came through, and it was a real shocker across mm-hmm. the headset. Well, what's going on? Well, it was twenty one nineteen at half, and then it was just an absolute blowout in the second. You know what Harbaugh's known for. Just losing it in the second half. <laughs> is he gone, huh? No. Bro, he's 0-5 against, or 0-4 against Ohio State. No, they're not firing him. Michigan's ruthless, though. Michigan, 0-4, 0-5. Yeah, they gave Brady Hoke fucking years to do it. It's true. Brady Hoke. They got Rich Rodriguez out there with the quickness, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That guy was calling people a lot no. of terrible names, doing a lot of bad <laughs> but things. But he wasn't a Michigan man. Nowhere no. near it. Harbaugh is a Michigan mm-hmm. man. What would Harbaugh, well, you think Harbaugh would want to go back to the NFL or no? That's what I want to see. No, I don't. Think you want to so. see him yes. up there? Absolutely. No way. Gumpy, what, how do you fall on that? He was good on the Niners, and he didn't want to be there. Like all the talented yeah, I mean, players he had there, and he left that. I wonder. I I, I think he's a guy who's like, yeah, I've had about enough of this. I'm moving on. Yeah, because he was yeah. NFC championships, and then he left. Hey, I, Kaepernick. I think his mm-hmm. shtick ran dry after a while. And it, will it happen in Michigan? Who knows? Well, yeah, and I just think it like. What he does works better for college kids than it does like grown men who are you yeah. know trying to play having sleepovers. At- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. High school kids. All the Michigan alum were being ruthless against themselves. Oh, as they should. We're ruthless against themselves. I love it so much. I didn't get to see any of it. I just heard the updates. Oh, you barely beat Rutgers. Oh no, I know, I know. I'm just being petty. I, I want the Harbaugh project to fail, so I like seeing it. Why? Because, dude, they were they thought national titles year after year, and they're not even beating Ohio State once. Oh boy, Ohio State's pretty good. Well, there was a big. Oh, I know. Not this year. I there thought. was a, a big to do on the internet. Somebody said like, uh, "Urban Meyer is a terrible human." It was mm-hmm. like a, it was a real report. I think it might have been. I don't remember who it was. Terrible human. But he's a great football coach. And then that went on with a bunch of people saying, like, oh, saying he's a terrible human is a little bit wrong. And then this other guy was like, nope, covered him in Florida. <laughs> covered him in Florida. It was a very crooked operation he was running down no, there. He's an overdramatic well, piece they of gave shit. Up, he's, he's, he has a tough PR image, man. They gave up 51 in Maryland the week before, yeah. too. Out of like nowhere. A kid ran for 298. They gave up the 50 week to fucking Purdue. Oh, hold on. And now they're thinking like they might potentially get into play. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll get hosed again, same as. Last year, if they There'll went be a one lost team that doesn't get in, same as last year. If they win and Oklahoma wins, it's between those two. They'll get 
Oklahoma has to get in. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. You would hope so. By the way, that game in Morgantown was an awesome game. It was very Those awesome. refs fucked West Virginia over so hard, man. I got a shot in at that, too, on the telecast, by the way. I was like, let's hope these refs don't make any calls for blocking too good. <laughs> That's what screwed West Virginia over. The kid blocked too good. Blocked him onto the sideline. Buried him. Blocked him off the field. Uh, yeah, hey, he punked the kid. That's what you do. West Virginia could have got a stop, too. One, just one time. Hey, it would have been nice. <laughs> but that's how Oklahoma got a stop. Because of that. It was like they couldn't get a stop either. Well, they scored on two fumble returns. It's a shame, man. It's a shame. Oh, I was watching game. that game late night. AB dressed up like a fucking... He looked awesome. Yeah. I put that tweet out. He looked awesome. I got crushed. Really? I was like, oh, he's not pulling for West Virginia. I'm like, well... He, I, I noticed that he's cheering. <laughs> I noticed he's cheering with the other team, but we can just talk about his fucking jumpsuit with velour jacket on top of it on primetime TV. Yeah, it's not about who he's cheering for. Oh, it's hilarious the way he looks. By the way, Antonio Brown could probably walk into any stadium he wants and do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Just so happened to be WVU. Blaine Stewart, one of the wide receiver assistants. Mm -hmm. Dad used to be yep. the head coach at WVU. He and AB are friends because he works with them with the Steelers. I'm assuming that's the end there. Get him on the sideline. I hope he enjoyed his time in Morgantown. Took that Rolls Royce. Steiner, probably. He's he's got a few of them. Those potholes. I don't know if the, the mountains. Because I don't know if they have them. I don't know if they have the uh, Porsche from when he got pulled over for going to the game. One hundred and ten. <laughs> I wonder how long that trip from Pittsburgh to Morgantown was. A, a B driving, but twenty five <laughs> minutes. Twenty five fucking minutes, probably an hour and a half. Sunday was a wild day of football. They fucking fumbled the game away. Again, two interceptions, two fumbles inside the 20. Uh, he did that with Jacksonville last year, too, didn't he, Roethlisberger, the, on the oh, goal yeah. line interception? Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, Ben just likes to make, thing, make things exciting. What is, we were due for a loss on the road. I thought that was a win, though, for you guys, for no, sure. No, they were due. They were due. If it wasn't that, it was going to be Oakland in two weeks. Oakland, by the way, <laughs> huh? Lamar Jackson is now the starting. Might be, bro. They were thirteen point dogs going into play. Lamar Jackson and the yeah. Ravens, yep. thirteen point dogs. That has mm -hmm. to tell you something about it. And then they cover. The Ravens yes, covered and did. then some. By they, the way, oh, late. Oh, that was a great one. That was a late cover. T sizzle, fifty yard fumble recovery. <laughs> Dude, he needed that fast too. Needed that. He did. Judon from the Ravens told me he was going to put a beam on yep. me a year ago. <laughs> he did because I told him I told him he should always bet on his uh, on his dick where you should pick heads. Mm -hmm. And it was just, yeah, you should pick heads. He picked tails. They lost, whatever. So he said he's going to put a beam on me. But in a press conference afterwards, he said that he said somehow T. Suggs' old hamstrings held up while he was sprinting. <laughs> and I lost it because Terrell was old. He, oh, yeah. He's an he's older time. gentleman. He's been in the game a long He's been a legend a long he was time. He dudes. He was smoking fools. That, that was an incredible play. Juju's also very deceptively fast. Juju, 97 yard tutter, oh, two like, of them this year. He had angles on him. That was awesome. And they still lose, by the way. Yeah, yeah Norm it was tough. Normally, when you have a 97 yard touchdown, you don't. You don't lose. Well, four, turn four, four turnovers inside plus territory and a block kick. Not great. Hey, Colts, Dolphins, Gumpy was at the game. Colts came back. Do you enjoy that? Colts are making a little run right now. I thought we were going to get spanked, and then we were up 10 with eight minutes left, and the play calling is absurd. Dolphins got really lucky, though. I mean, I think we can all agree. The Colts were steamrolling them in the first half, and the mm -hmm. Dolphins were just stealing points almost, it felt like. Yeah. Stealing points. Yeah. There was a moss for a long touchdown yeah. Oh, yeah. that happened. That, if that doesn't happen, there's a punt. The Colts probably. It just seemed as if everything was going the Dolphins' way. Well, they had Drake. Drake was going well, and yes. Gore was going well, mm -hmm. and then Drake got hurt. Mm -hmm. And then we had the ball on your own 10 with a chance to go win oh, the yeah, game. Oh, yeah, three minutes left. And you know you're going to punt, and Luck's going to get the ball at half. 
you know with, what's with less than two. They're pressuring left. Luck yesterday too for the first and time. They, in yeah, he hasn't had a sack in like six fucking yeah, weeks. Uh, Luck said he's no longer catching receptions. He said that last week too. <laughs> hey, a lot of people are going after Frank Reich for that play. Why? Hey, well, that's what I'm. All the local media were calling it. Of course, they were comparing it to. The fake punt that we ran against the Patriots. <laughs> Why? Like, the second dumbest play since this because he got ended up getting tackled. It's like it was it just worked. a bad throw. Was the issue like he had to go up again? Oh yeah, it. he Brissette, came down. Brissette and knew got what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, but if a corner is gonna bury Andrew Luck, I think Andrew Luck is gonna take that to heart too. You mm. know, like that was a big fourth down play, mm-hmm. huge play. And yeah. everybody was going after Frank Wright, calling it a dumb play, which I get it because if he lands on his shoulder. I mean, I mean, he's never really got hurt on the field, right? He's only got hurt on the slopes. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they worried about? As long as he's not fucking going down the hill, he's fine. <laughs> the Colts are all the way back, though. Colts Another are back. Touchdown for Ebron, v- too. Vinny, yeah, Ebron, them, Ebron just scoring and scoring and scoring. Uh, Panthers blew fucking... Vinny, Vinny's son got in his eyes, by the way. Yeah, yeah, the son. Oh, that the first game. Game. I thought it was blocked. And they were, there was already... Dolphins already blocked a pun. I was gonna say it's a rough day. <laughs> no, no, he just the sun got in his eyes. The wind came in. He, he, he got old the buddy game Tom got a shout out yesterday. Did on he? The, uh, broadcast. Broad, broadcast. The Broncos came in, got a win there, huh? Mm-hmm. Good for them. Good uh, for the Panthers blew a lead. They were up seven with four minutes left. Couldn't cover that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Russell Wilson came I back. Russell Wilson, Wilson. By the way, everybody dislikes him. Mm-hmm. Everybody seems to dislike him. Mm-hmm. For good reason. But he made a play whenever he, it seems as if lately he's been making plays when they I, need him to make a play. Fourth quarter, Russell Wilson, Sierra doing the little mm-hmm. shiggy dance, comeback, Sebastian Janikowski hits a winner. It was almost like, I don't want to say it was anywhere near what you know when Tom Brady gets it, but it felt like as soon as Russell Wilson got that ball, it was like, oh, we know what's going to happen. Gano missed that field goal. We know what's going to happen here. I don't think people's hatred for Russell Wilson comes from anything on the field. I like watching him play. He's fun to watch. It's everything off the field. He's tough to handle off the field. Yeah. Tough to handle. And he gets going, too, when he was talking. He did that post-game interview, and he was about then Jan Cowley, Hall of Fame kicker, go Hawks. And he's out. And he's like, oh. I don't think I ever see Seabass miss. He, the only time he'll miss it will be like a real bad one. And it, it's probably because of like a plant issue or something. Like yesterday like when he was kicking that, I was like, oh, this is, there's no, like I had how, no doubt. He, he does hit it so clean, it seems like. How he, come the onside kicks, they don't do the, the high hopping, sh- it's these dribblers now. Okay, so I asked Tom McMahon this question. So I sent him a text. I was like, listen, I might not understand the new rules, but why is nobody hitting the high hop? Because we had a lot of success in Indianapolis with the high hop. Mm-hmm. And he told me this. He said, you're only allowed five by five. Mm-hmm. You can't have overload. Two inside numbers, two outside numbers. And the biggest killer is the feet have to be planted mm-hmm. in the ground at the 34 until the ball is kicked. Bottom line, balanced seesaw, no overloads, no winning leverage pre-kick, and no rolling forward starts. The ball beating the coverage unit to desired spot of contact. The only kick that automatically forces the opponent to have to make a play is the dribble. So they're just banking on a scrum potentially happening yep. from the dribble. So the high hop, you get a chance with the rolling start that you guys, it's a time, it's a jump ball. But the only way that now they can guarantee that somebody has to make a play is the dribble, I guess. The high hop gets there too quickly. Yeah. Yeah, but if you get somebody who can really hit one, I still wonder if like... like I haven't seen anybody get, no. get Even try it. Collinsworth talked about it uh, Sunday Night Football. Yeah. He said the success rate has dropped so much. He's like, I think they should give the quarterback like a fourth and 15, and if he converts that... You keep the possession moving. Yeah, they have to do something because the game's over. 
I feel like yeah, yeah exactly. The game's over. Like the onside kick was a big deal. I don't want to say this as I was the greatest onside kicker to ever play, but I think I probably was. <laughs> and it, it's one of those things where the, the that's a huge advantage if right. you have a good onside kick team because you're in it. You're still in it. Now, granted, I missed a lot too. There was a lot that we didn't get, but I mean, I think we got four in one season. It's one of those things where they've taken that completely out with these new rules. So it's the, the game's over. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like if you're up two scores late in the game, it's over. Exactly. Which is wild to think about. That's not the game. I don't know what how to solve it. I don't think I like the fourth and fifteen because any penalty gives you an automatic first. Like that's a good point. And there's just too many defensive penalties for that. That's almost too much the other way. Too easy. Yeah. Yeah. They should just allow the rules to go back to the old kickoff right. rules. I think so. If Fourth. it's like under two no, minutes or something, it's not even close. Like I haven't quarter. seen one that's even like close to retaining. Very it. easy. All of them have been very simple coverages. Covers. And they're guys that I thought used to be good at the onside kicks that are trying to do the dribble. Mm. And it's you're right. You're 100 percent because I was I was mind blown. I actually put a tweet out. I said I don't know why yeah. dudes aren't doing it anymore. And I got a bunch of responses from internet people that I think they know. But then when I, <laughs> when I got that message, because I, I it was befuddling so much, I actually texted the an NFL special teams coach, like, hey, why is this happening? And he was like, basically, the new rules, we can't do anything. And it makes sense if you think about it, right. I guess. The only way you can recover it is if the other team fucks yep. up the recovery. Mm-hmm. So you got to just get a little, a little worm burner, a little squibbler <laughs> in there. I can respect that. Speaking of Sunday Night Football, the uh, Packers are dead. Yes, I, they are. I bet on them. Packers are dead. So did I. Yep. You know why? Because whenever I see Aaron Rodgers in primetime, I'm like Aaron Rodgers in primetime. And Kirk Cousins in primetime. I go the other way. Four and 13 mm-hmm. in his last 17 before Sunday Night Football. He's mm-hmm. five and 13 in primetime football. Aaron Rodgers comes out of that goddamn cave like it's Easter every time on primetime mm-hmm. football. <laughs> no matter what's around, I'm getting dragged around. That's what I thought. My lady, too. Sam and I both hammered the Packers. <laughs> hammered the Packers on my bookie. We both passed out, woke up. It was like fourth quarter, and I was uh, like, what the fuck's yeah. going on here? What's going on here? Are the Vikings good again, or are the Packers bad, Ty? The Packers are bad. <laughs> They're very they – they, they haven't scored points in the second half in the last two weeks. Like They get off to these hot starts, and then just it, – it, it's coaching. They don't make yeah. any adjustments at halftime, none whatsoever. Like – it's it's um, I mean I'm I'm okay with it now because McCarthy's going to get fired. He's done. So that like that's the silver <laughs> yes. lining. But also Rodgers didn't play great last night. No, he missed Adams. He missed a lot yeah. of throws like and he was the first one to say like hey, I need to play a lot better. But again, like the positions he's put in with some of the play calls, it's just hey, he's got a lot going on. Though. I mean, he does. He's he got does. a lot of turmoil going on down there on the internet. <laughs> yeah. He's raising some money for Paradise. Uh-huh. Buchanan over there. And his family's just like, nah, dog. His You're raising money for a lot of people. Such a chode. Yeah. How about when you didn't call your mother to yeah. see if she was burning the flames? <laughs> his brother's been taking shot at him for years. Who's he's the guy from Bachelor, right? Yeah. yeah he's like I a, want, he's like a Vandy. BC Lions practice squad. Guy. I wonder what happened. Something happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. At some moment, something happened. Me and my family got into it a little bit early mm-hmm. because I thought they'd change. They thought I'd change for like a month or two, and then my dad basically came and talked to me, and we had a quick moment. But I could see how a family can get divided quickly if something – because you got a, a big lifestyle change comes mm-hmm. in flying real hot. Mm-hmm. You see it with a lot of players in the NFL. I'm not sure about Aaron Rodgers' situations. I don't know if they grew up with money or not, but I wonder what – there was one situation that happened that has not been resolved that Boy, it got real petty out there on the internet. The rumor is that when he started dating Olivia Munn, his family really didn't like her, 
And mm-hmm. he was just like, well, fuck you guys. I'm not going to break up with her. I'm not just going to end it. And that's like what really started the divide. Hold on. Now they're broken up now. Yeah. So you would think directly after that, you go back in there. Not so well. And I think you, you look like Rogers is a very personal guy. And then his brother goes on The Bachelorette and airs out all this dirty laundry on ABC on national TV and like tries to body bag him and makes him look terrible. And if I were him, I'd be like, all right, fuck you guys. I don't want anything to do with you either. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't have been on that TV show if he wasn't Aaron Rodgers' brother. Exactly, yeah. and he wouldn't have won if he wasn't Aaron Rodgers' brother. And Aaron is an alpha, too, for his brother to try and take shots. I mean, it's always attached <laughs> to him, too, right? What do you mean? Like, him by himself. Is oh, yeah. Nothing yeah. without the Rodgers' last name. Like, he retweeted Correct. Aaron's tweet to go at him. He, it's very interesting, man, because you hate to see the family stuff, especially when he's doing so. He's trying to raise a couple million dollars uh-huh, for people. Right. And it's like, oh, yeah, but let me go ahead and bury you real quick about how you treat your mom. That's like <laughs> that's a wild scene there. That's a wild. I feel bad. I don't like it. I don't like being in that drama type stuff. I don't, I, I, and I'm assuming Aaron doesn't like it either, by the way. No, exactly, which is why he, he doesn't want anything to do with him. <laughs> Might be why he played bad, though. Yeah, I like could watching be. it. Could be a reason why he played bad. Might have been distracted. You know, there's people that don't feel bad about stuff. Yeah, I've, sociopaths. I've always mentioned this. Like, there's people that don't feel bad about stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I do. Like, I do feel <laughs> bad about stuff. So, so, so when something happens, like, at night, like, it really does. Like, I do feel bad. I don't understand the people that, like, Aaron Rodgers might be a guy who truly feels bad, and this type of shit can distract you if it's your family trying to really ruin. Like, yeah. that's a distraction for real if you do feel that way, you know? I think deep down he may be kind of playing like shit because he wants McCarthy out. Yep. Oh, Love so you that. think this is Love like like a lot of guys. AJ Hawk told me this this weekend. He said, uh, I was on punt team one time. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah, played so bad they took me off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, good. A lot of guys do that. You think that's what Aaron's doing? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, he sees now it's like, all right, well, even if they did make the playoffs, like they didn't have a good enough team to really make any impact or make any run at the Super Bowl. So it's like, screw okay. it. This guy's not worth a shit. Okay, so Gruden's tanking in Oakland. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Aaron's tanking in Green Bay. <laughs> Gruden for the first pick, Aaron for a new coach. Yep. <laughs> I like it. Oh, speaking of new coaches. Yeah, buddy. Uh, rumor came out that Hugh's going to be the next uh, Bengals coach. <laughs> hey, man. Randall, old cousin Demarius Randall, hand mm-hmm. him that interception yep. was awesome. Love that move. <laughs> so good. And then Baker coming out flying afterwards. I know. Baker is on one right now. He, and he's winning, too. He can I've do whatever the fuck I, he wants. Decided that I hate Baker now. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided. I, I don't know if it like clicked in my head that I realized he's a Cleveland Browns quarterback, but I fucking hate Baker now. Why? Because he's, he's going to do damage worst. to the Steelers here in the future. He's not doing damage to anybody. I think that he's little, a player, bro. That fucking short five. What is he? Five nine. He's not going to do damage. Why are you hating on Baker Mayfield right now? He stinks, dude. Why? What do you mean he stinks? He's winning in Cleveland. You beat the Bengals. They're the worst defense in the league. Bro, yeah, that would make sense if you were saying any other team that he played for other than Cleveland. He's winning in Cleveland. I know where he's winning. Nobody wins in Cleveland. Baker Mayfield's winning in Cleveland. America's team. America's team. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just – everyone's too high on Baker, which means I have to hate him. Oh, so you don't like that people like him right now? Yeah. Mm. Oh, classic digs. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm not like that with everybody. He's a little too cocky. He should be. He's a little too cocky for me. Damian Woody goes after him on first take, and then he fires back in the <laughs> comment section. I love that. I mean, I he's it. awesome. I mean, he did leave Texas Tech for Oklahoma. Not on scholarship, though. He's getting a scholarship pulled at Texas Tech. Yeah, and, and Hugh got fired. Like, he came at Hugh for going to the Bengals when Hugh got fired. Hugh's still getting paid, though. That's what he's talking about. Hugh's getting paid. He's doing that job for free. He's, like, volunteering to do that job. Yeah, yeah, I get that. 
But, I mean, if you leave the game for six months, who knows if you ever get back in? Just real quick, I am not against you taking this job, right? Mm-hmm. You do what you got to do. But I'm not against Baker coming out and <laughs> clapping against him either. Because oh, yeah. this means Baker did not like him while he was there. Oh, no, he hated he him. Gets, yeah, and it was very easy to tell it during hard knocks whenever he asked Baker, like, what time you get here? Baker's like, I hate that. So he was like, what time's uh, Tyrod get here? Like, Five? Well, you ever think about doing that? And Baker's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, conversation, that conversation was the one that I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be – because he didn't get i don't think he got baker i don't think yeah, he, yeah. No. i don't think he wanted to get baker by the way he wanted baker to change as opposed to it and baker can just baker's just letting it eat right now i man. think it might be also i also might just be mad at him because the only fan base that chirps me when the Steelers lose is the browns not one other fan base i, I don't know why Diggs. have you heard yourself on this show <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> have you listened to the words that come out of your mouth when you haven't won for i don't know 70 years oh, that's on that's on them so you just did it again that's on them <laughs> you just you just com- continue to do it I got I got so many yesterday. Watch out for the Browns. The Browns are the king of the division now. No, you're in last fucking place in the division. <laughs> See, this might be why. I'm just all these things that you say here might be why. Rivers had 25 straight completions yesterday. Hey, he and he, the one where he's rolling right for the touchdown. That literally looked like he threw that like a Conor, so Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looked like he threw that like Conor McGregor, legitimately. And the check down, or somebody tweeted something, by the way, about Blake Bortles looking like they're throwing in like Conor yeah, McGregor, yeah. and Conor McGregor responded. <laughs> he said that he could rip the crust off a of pizza with his precision. Of- <laughs> <laughs> it was something ridiculous. But Philip Rivers legitimately looked like Conor McGregor on that rollout throw, they and are. it was a dime. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it. They are not bad. The that Richard game, are not that a bad game team. next Sunday night is huge. Who do they play? Pittsburgh That's Steelers. That's right. Where at? Steelers. Ooh. Every game for the Chargers is an away game. They don't have home games. Melvin Gordon's out, too. Yeah. So it's all right. I don't know. Maybe back-to-back losses for the Pittsburgh Steelers? No, I would be. So the Denver road loss doesn't worry me because that's what they do. But if it was, if they did lose to the Chargers at home on primetime, that would actually worry me. What is it, Sunday Night Football? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an awesome game. The Chargers every single year. Great team. Nobody talks mm-hmm. about them. For, by their own faults, by the way. They decided to move to the City of Stars mm-hmm. second. Yeah. Second. <laughs> and the other team just so happened to got get really hot at the same time. The Chargers are just like a forgotten team. They're like the it. Sacramento Kings of the yep. NBA. They really are. The, 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 the Chargers are the Sacramento Kings of the NBA. I have no idea that sometimes I forget that the Chargers exist. And then you just see these highlights of Phillip Rivers just beating and slicing and dicing the fuck out of people. 25 in a row is a lot of completions. A lot of completions. I mean, I, I retired on a one yeah. completion streak. Mm-hmm. I retired Pretty on that. Good. Thank you. Pretty good. What have you done for me lately? Correct. Who's next? <laughs> All those things. But then you see them on highlights every once in a while. They pop up. It's like, wow, the Chargers really good every fucking year. Mm-hmm. They seem to be good. And if they had a kicker, they'd probably win three, I four more games. Oh, yeah. Phil Rivers doesn't get nearly the amount of respect he deserves either. Shout out to his bolo tie, too. Yes. I mm. felt like him when I was playing. Yeah, because he's never won like a playoff game. I know, but he's just he's he, the benchmark of consistency. He beat the Colts. In a game that Mike Cyphers won the game for him, basically, because they pinned the Colts inside uh-huh. the five like 10 times. And Hunter Smith, he got I got drafted the, right after that game because I think Hunter Smith got kind of had bad setup every uh-huh. single time, and they beat the Colts in the playoffs. So I got drafted because of a punter, basically, and Phillip Rivers. Well, he's the one quarterback, also the one quarterback in that draft class that doesn't have a Super Bowl. That's true. Wow. He's also the one guy that plays on a team that nobody knows exists. Yeah. <laughs> they always have so many injuries, too. They always This do. Melvin Gordon one, just adding to it. Last of the day, uh, the Bills ended Blake Bortles' career. Blake's Why? done. Why are you saying that? Well, they announced today that Blake is no longer their starting quarterback. <sighs> Poor fucking Blake. 
Who is it? Fired their offensive uh, coordinator. Uh, what's his name? Is it Henny? Cody, Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler. Oh. So this is another. This is another time for me to bring this up. Everybody hates hearing it. But Colin Kaepernick is still not on the team. <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs> and who's starting for the Jaguars? Cody Kessler. He, uh, he wasn't good enough for the Browns. <laughs> Nobody is, by the way. They're hot right now. <laughs> They're hot right now. I can't believe you took a shot at Offense them. Offense coordinator was fired in Jacksonville as well. Did you see the fight in that game, by the way? No. It was a decent one. Oh, yeah. Hyde Fournette. came in and knocked Fournette's helmet off, oh, yeah. by the way. But if you're in a football fight, and you, I've said this a couple times, there's been a few little scrums that came around on my kicking net, and uh-huh. a couple of people start going back and forth. The first thing I would do is grab my helmet and put that <laughs> motherfucker on. I'm like, all right, I don't know what's going to happen, but if a helmet's available, yeah. a helmet is on. I put that thing right on. Hyde comes over and tries to break it up. His own teammate knocks Fournette's helmet uh-huh. off, and you see Fournette, as soon as that helmet comes off, it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And then he buries his head, yep. and he tackled the guy and just held him uh-huh. down on the ground, and then I love that up in the tunnel. Oh, oh I love there, there's this what like three little guys holding back that big monster mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what he looked it was I loved it man I did see that I absolutely loved everything about it I seen, I seen it on my phone I seen it on my phone you see and I, I'm a big yep. fan of that I love that I like like there used to be fights in practice I enjoyed them man I just it's a very physical I don't like being in them get no, beat, no, no, I'll no. get beat up Mm-hmm. But if two guys have a problem with each other, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm okay with them wearing pads and fighting yeah. each other. And then afterwards in the locker room, if it's in the team, I'm definitely going to give a full breakdown <laughs> aloud so that we all get back along. I don't know if Fournette and that guy will ever get along again. I, it seemed as if that Lawson guy was not happy yeah, with Mr. I don't, Fournette. I don't think so. Fournette was waving at him while he was walking out. That's, Fournette might be a motherfucking real one, by the way. Yeah, he you took, know he is. Yeah, I think he very much He's is. He's looked 32 since like age 12. <laughs> <laughs> LSU, he was at LSU looking like yep. a goddamn look, look like the dean of the school. <laughs> running motherfuckers over, dude. That was fun. That was pretty much it. And then uh, last night, the Titans and Texans played. Oh, the Texans get that big win there down at uh, Reliant Energy Stadium mm-hmm. in Houston, right? Yeah. That's a, The Titans are, look so good. Uh, and then the Texans were just able to pull it out there. At the yeah, end. by a field goal. They didn't cover, though. Oh, really? Is that what happened? <laughs> yep. Oh, Deshaun played so well. Pretty decently, yeah. J.J. Watt with that incredible play that one oh, time. That was awesome. Wasn't it Jadavion Clowney also coming off the edge, kind of yep. squeaked him by Shout there? out uh, Demarius Thomas for getting his first touchdown as a uh, Texan. Also, Nuke. Yeah. Uh, Nuke had an incredible night, DeAndre. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, the Tennessee Titans seem to really be clicking, and Vrabel uh-huh. seems to be making all the right decisions because he coached in Houston, remember? Yeah. So this is his return a back. Payback to, game. You know, a little payback game. They made it a real, a real dogfight down there, uh. but Monday night in Houston, it's going to be tough to beat the Texans there. <laughs> that's, what we show, that's what we saw. Yep. Yep. What if we are exactly right with that? Uh, if we're not, we're gonna we're gonna hear about it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Get some tweets. Maybe you shouldn't do full analysis of games before you seal. Uh, somebody got branded. Oh, Just know that. Incredible show today. Oh, I enjoyed it. What a day. Talked to Jesse, the producer, said mm-hmm. he had no idea what he was signing up for. Gave a little behind the scenes of what it's like to call a real-life foosball game on the television. Talked all things you need to know about football. On Thursday, we have a massive guest coming on. For really? Massive guest. Tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, review. Tell them to do all these things. Hashtag Endgame. Hashtag Endgame. Send us 
something that'll make Ty Schmidt smile because he's <laughs> a miserable fuck right now. <laughs> and on that note, this show is brought to you by Upstart. Upstart has revolutionized how we borrow money by going beyond the traditional FICO score to offer personal loans, taking into account factors like job experience and education when determining your interest rate. It's quick and easy. Checking your Upstart rate is free and has no effect on your credit score. Your Upstart rate check just takes two minutes, and if you're approved, you can get your funds as soon as the next business day. Wow. wow. Upon approval. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Incredible. Pay for just about anything. When you're approved for a personal loan with Upstart, the funds are yours and yours alone. Use them to pay off credit cards, consolidate debt, eliminate student debt, even make a large purchase. The choice is yours. Mm-hmm. See, yep. in college, I got a loan out to party. Smart. Two oh, of okay. them. Yeah. Two of them. Mm-hmm. True story. I was on scholarship, got a loan out to party. Two of them. You know what they did? The company I was on from. Huh. They gouged me on interest rates. Well, uh, completely screwed me over. Classic. Upstart do. does not do that. Nope. Upstart offers personal loans, but they do not like the bank or credit union provides. That's because Upstart goes beyond your FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. Yep. They actually reward you based on your education and your job history in a form of a smaller interest rate which is what you're looking for on loans. The best part, once your loan is approved, funds will be transferred to you the very next day. Over 100,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, fund their wedding, or simply make a large purchase. Now it's your turn. Hurry to upstart.com slash heartland to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and won't affect your credit. That's U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash H-E-A-R-T-L-A-N-D. Upstart.com slash heartland. Hope you have an incredible November 27th. Ty Schmidt. With that fresh ass brand <laughs> on a miserable man, I don't understand. Seems like it was God's plan. You sent up a prayer, but there was nobody there. Cause we singed your hair. Everybody take care. I should hit the music. Do you want me to actually put music behind it? I'd like you to keep in your question there and then put music right <laughs> now. Yeah. All right, sounds good. <laughs> I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I went down, 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 and the flames went higher, and it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. The taste of love is sweet, when hearts like ours meet. I fell for you like a child. 